Welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? Welcome, guys. This week is a double one in the exclusive content side of things. We will also be posting JonBenet Ramsey tomorrow, so make sure to check back Friday tomorrow for that episode. If you haven't signed up for the exclusive content, I highly recommend it. If you pledge $1 on Podbean, you will have access to the exclusive content, including Summer Wells and others. I want to give a shout out to the top patrons this week as well. Tabitha Notch and Kate Cypress. You guys and so many more are the reason we are here today. This is what is going to keep us going with this podcast. Landon and I will keep doing our best to provide the best content possible. Don't forget to share this podcast with your friends and family. Even if you aren't into podcasts, this is something a little different. We are trying to make a difference in the world and help solve crimes, not only for the victims, but the families as well. Today, we will be covering the death of Kendrick Johnson. This is also a TikTok fan favorite. And I, for one, have been waiting to dive into this a little deeper for a while. All right. On January 11th, 2013, the body of Kendrick Johnson was discovered in a gymnasium of Lowden's High School in Valladosa, Georgia, found headfirst in the center of a vertical rolled up wrestling mat. The body was discovered by fellow students who had climbed up to the top of a cluster of mats, each of which stood nearly six feet tall and three feet wide. An autopsy by the Georgia Bureau of Investigation stated that Johnson had died from positional suffocation, and the case was ruled an accidental death by the county investigators. Authorities concluded that Johnson had fallen into the mat while looking for a shoe and died after being unable to get out. Three students at the high school told investigators that it was common for some students to store their shoes behind or under the rolled up mats. Johnson was not wearing shoes when he was found. A student at the school said he had shared a pair of Adidas shoes with Johnson and that after gym class, Johnson would always go to the mats, jump up, and toss the shoes inside of the middle of one of the holes. After an investigation and autopsy reported concluded that Johnson's death was accidental, his family had a private pathologist conduct a second autopsy, which concluded that he died from blunt force trauma on October 31st, 2013. On June 20th, 2016, the Department of Justice announced that it would not be filing any criminal charges related to Johnson's death. Johnson's family filed a 100 million civil lawsuit against the 38 individuals stating that his death was a murder and that the respondents were participating in a conspiracy theory to cover up the homicide, which they claimed involved two sons of an FBI agent. That lawsuit was subsequently withdrawn. Georgia Judge Richard Porter ordered that Johnson's and their attorney to pay more than $292,000 in legal fees to the defendants, accusing them of fabricating evidence to support their claims. The independent autopsy found that some time after Johnson's body was recovered from the mat, it had passed through a funeral home, 
and it had been stuffed with newspaper. The funeral home that processed the body following the FBI's autopsy stated that they never received Johnson's internal organs from the coroner. The organs were said to have been destroyed through natural process and discarded by the prosecutors before the body was sent back to Velasta. According to the funeral homeowner, they left a void which the funeral home filled. The funeral homeowner stated that in standard practice, to fill a void in this fashion, that cotton or sawdust may be used to employ this purpose. Johnson's family filed a complaint with the regulatory body against the funeral home operation. I have never heard of that in my life. Filling a body with newspaper right? in Very the bizarre. embalming process. Um, it sounds like someone was definitely trying to cover something bigger up. In November 2013, after looking through 290 hours of surveillance tape, they found footage of Kendrick entering the gym shortly before he died. The families believe that the video footage had been tampered with as well since there was no evidence leading to his death. On March 10th, 2021, the case was officially reopened. However, the county sheriff, Ashley Polk stated that she would not be claiming there was something wrong with the original investigation or that the original investigation's conclusion of an accidental death or wrongdoing. The sheriff also stated she does not consider the case to be a homicide. She further stated that two brothers named in the previous legal actions by the Johnsons are not suspects. There were three autopsies done on this case, and here are all the reports found surrounding the death. The first one was accidental positional asphyxiation. The second one was blunt force trauma. And then the third autopsy was apparent non-accidental blunt force trauma. At the heart of their allegations is the belief that Kendrick was killed by Brian and Brandon Bell. LHS students and the sons of former FBI agent Rick Bell. The lawsuit also claimed the Bell's father staged Kendrick's body at the high school with the direct help of the school's superintendent and the county sheriff with further assistance from dozens of state and local officials. On August 6th, Two days before the Johnsons were ordered to pay attorney fees, the Johnsons' lawyer filed an affidavit in opposition to the pending fees, ruling that containing a statement from a 27-year-old man, Ryan uh, Anthony Domic Hernandez. In the statement, Hernandez claimed that he was at Brandon Bell's Jacksonville, Florida apartment in 2016 and that Brandon had admitted to the following. Brian Bell killed Kendrick Johnson. Brandon Bell and Brian Bell and Ryan Hall argued with Kendrick Johnson in the school's gym. Brian Bell struck Kendrick Johnson with a dumbbell during a roid rage. Brian Bell threatened Ryan Hall to keep quiet. Former FBI agent Rick Bell contacted former County Sheriff Chris Prine about the fight. Prine met with the county coroner. An unnamed FBI agent altered the high school surveillance footage. Kendrick Johnson's organs were removed to obscure time of death. Kendrick Johnson's autopsy records were falsified. Here is the evidence. A Bell family member spokesperson had confirmed that Brandon Bell was enrolled in classes 
at State University and was living in an apartment off campus during April 2016. In June, a previously unreleased FBI report confirmed Brian Bell and Brandon Bell and presumably Ryan Hall were not near Kendrick Johnson when he was last seen on surveillance footage entering the school's old gym. Brandon Bell was off campus traveling to a wrestling match in McCann, Georgia, when Johnson was last seen on surveillance video. Video footage shows Kendrick Johnson walked to the gym alone and did not appear to meet with anyone when he arrived. Analysis of the video footage also explained that what appears to be edits or missing footage in the surveillance. The GBI also maintained Johnson's organs were returned to his body at the Harrington Funeral Home after the autopsy was complete. Harrington Funeral Home was also cleared of any wrongdoings while handling Johnson's body. Wow, the story is very crazy, but I bet that you're going to crack this case wide open. That's the goal. So Kendrick is all about getting to the bottom of this as well. He has been hanging out for the last few days, reminding me that I need to get his story started. I have been wanting to do this forever. He feels cool being on the radio show. He says he likes all this stuff in high school and he didn't get the chance to do it. But he also wanted to try doing DJ related things too. He said one of his friends made it big and he wants to give him a shout out. His heart is so sweet. He is happy, and I know he loved basketball, but like he's continuously dribbling the ball in and out, weaving between his legs over and over again. He doesn't stop much to sit down. He is also in good spirits. He doesn't hide away from the situation at all. Let's start from the beginning. What can you tell us leading up to his death? He is trying to grab the mic. <laughs> That's so funny. He's comedic to say the least. Anyways, He's showing me that he and these boys, Brian and Brandon and all their friends, because there were a few others that weren't necessarily named, Brian had it out for him, even more than the rest of them. He shows me that he used to always step up to him, chest out, intimidate him. He said he was used to being treated this way by people, but his family always told him to never fight back or react angry, and he never did. He shows me that he always would walk away or laugh it off or laugh off Brian and Brandon's crap. He said he never caused problems for teachers. He was always polite. He would spend hours upon hours trying to make sure he was good enough to play sports in general. He loved it. And he was hoping to use this athletic talent to pay his way through college. He knew his family didn't have enough money to send all these kids to college without worrying about him. He also planned on getting a job this summer. He wanted to mention that to his family. He misses his entire family. His sister, the one closest in age, was his favorite. She always loved listening to his stories, and apparently they spend a lot of time together in their socks and trying to break dance and do aerobics. He sounds so full of life, even in the afterlife. You mentioned Brian bugged him. Was that over a long length of time? And what was his reason to hate on him? Well, there's a few reasons. The first one being that Kendrick was naturally talented in a few different things that Brandon or Brian were not the best at. They had some athletic abilities, but it wasn't the way it was for him. He didn't have it easy either. He hated that. The second reason is because he was black. The third reason, which he feels to be the biggest reason, was because there was a girl 
who seemed to be white. She has blonde hair now, but back then her hair was multicolor, blonde, brown, and even a little bit of red highlight. He said he wasn't really interested in her like that. He thought she was nice, and she always complimented him and touched him and flirt with him, and he would just smile and laugh back, but he didn't really like her like that. Brian, however, did like her, and he did get attention from her before, but I feel like she started to notice Kendrick and forgot all about Brian. And that also made him mad as well. I feel like this was the cherry on the top of the very large list of vendettas against Kendrick. Seems like Brian was always second best, and it seems like Kendrick outshined him and got to a place of that hate so deep. And it was very uncalled for. I feel like the parents really made him into this entitled little ass, if you ask me. So what happened next? I feel like kids from all grades, honestly, seeing how they treated him and how his friends treated him as well. But in order to avoid any sort of bullying on their end, no one really defended him too much. And from what Kendrick says, he didn't really want anyone to help him out. Even his closest friends wanted to help him out, but he always told them to leave it alone. He wasn't scared. He doesn't show me that he did change, though. As time progressed and the year carried on, he was getting scared of going down that certain hallway, seeing these certain people. He avoided certain areas of the school, but they always managed to find him. He said he wasn't the only one who got bullied in school, but he says he did get it the worst from these morons. I definitely hated high school. It doesn't matter how bad life gets. Like, all the kids that were mean to you are all the same bullies on TikTok. You got that right. He said the girl that was liked by Brian was rejecting him in a bigger way, and he was pissed. Looks like Brian had major issues with the word no. Shocker. When he heard the word no, he reacted. I feel like he and his brothers both got into trouble with the law. I feel like they also had other moments of getting in trouble covered up by daddy. And I even feel like his father paid someone off in the past to keep something quiet as well. Doesn't that remind you of somebody? Absolutely. Kendrick wanted you to know and understand the depth of how far this goes. He shows me that his dad was also abusive and hurt him in a few ways. And he still has pain in his body now. He was also rewarded for bad behavior. His father felt like he was above the law and used that to his advantage, which is why he ended up losing his job in the first place. His dad had impossible expectations of his kids, and every time they tried to accomplish anything to make his dad happy, it would never impress him enough, even with the wrongdoings he did. Of course his dad pushed him. Parents really have no idea how their own idealistic things aren't supposed to be shoved down your kids' throats. That trend keeps going through generations like a toxic virus. You got that right. Either way, Kendrick shows me that he was just minding his own business. He was preparing for a game, maybe a game he was going to be playing in a few days. He shows me he didn't notice these guys. He shows me he was concentrating. He said that they came up to him making some sort of accusation about this girl. Maybe the name Tia or Tina, family of names. He said that he was more aggressive than he normally was. They hit him in the head with an object, metal or a dumbbell or something. He shows me that he went down like a ton of bricks and he says he thought he had a concussion, but he was really dizzy. He said he started to hear a ringing in his ear, really loud ringing, and he hears the guy saying, Get the fuck up, man. I feel like it turned serious very quickly. The teenagers went from laughing at him, and then they started to see his eyes rolling in the back of his head. I also feel like he had some sort of seizure, and I 
then feel nothing. I feel like he died. I feel like his head bled and on the inside, and I feel like something went majorly wrong. He wants to confirm the next parts, but he isn't too certain on how it all plays out. He shows me that he knows the brothers and another friend and someone else had decided to call the dad. The dad told him to stay right there. I feel like the dad's friend was the one who hid all the evidence. So I don't believe that dad ended up showing up. Kendrick also shows me that they weren't in the gym at the time. Maybe they were in like a locker room. I don't know if there was somewhere else first that he ended up, but he's showing me like that's where he ended up later. (sighs) I'm also not too sure from what Kendrick says, it took him a large amount of time before he was able to determine what the heck was going on. He did, however, spy on people having conversations about certain things, and he wanted to go over the list of rumors to confirm what is true or what is not true surrounding this. Sure. First one, was Brian Bell the one who killed Kendrick Johnson? Yes, he was. He said Brian was the one who did hit him in the back of the head with the dumbbell item. He's not 100% sure if it's a dumbbell, but it's something within that range. Maybe even a, um, a plate for weights. Also gave his father or someone connected to his father the weapon and removed it. I feel like it was ultimately destroyed. Here's another one. Brandon Bell. Brian Bell and Ryan Hall argued with Kendrick Johnson in the school's gym. Yes, all these men were screaming at him. He was telling them to buzz off and didn't let them push him around, calling them punks and telling them to back off. Did Brian Bell strike Kendrick Johnson with a dumbbell during a roid rage? He says that's an excuse for his crap behavior. He said he did it because he was an angry asshole 24-7 and his shit didn't stink. He said, sorry, mom, and he giggles as he says that because he's animated. He also wants to point out that the evidence stating that Brian was to be elsewhere, yes, that's correct, but he was in fact not at that location. Did Brian Bell threaten Ryan Hall to keep quiet? Oh, he definitely did. That was 100% true, but it was said to all of them as well by the police that took care of it. So the friend of the father, the father was there eventually for a short period of time but this would have been after the investigation was completed but they did find him in the mats for sure but he was put there much later and found and a lot of evidence including the murder weapon obviously was removed blood was scrubbed away and even uh, his head was wiped down former fbi agent rick bell contacted former county sheriff chris prine about the fight you damn right he did He kind of wanted to plant his little seeds in there, and he did not want anyone to talk to his kids about this. They made sure that his friend was present at all times. Did Prine meet with the county coroner? Yes, and that part isn't uncommon, but they did exchange their input of what took place, gave the coroner a shortcut, and basically their guess at what took place. I feel like it when it comes to black people, it's almost as if they want them to skip steps since it wouldn't become a, you know, a national news coverage as it should have been. Was there an unnamed FBI agent that altered the high school surveillance footage? Oh, yes. He said that there were several clips moved and deleted from the system 
That was the first thing the father suggested for them to do after the evidence was removed from the locker room slash gym area. He said that they were afraid that they didn't get it all, but they did. So one point for the bad guy. Was Kendrick Johnson's organs removed to obscure time of death? I am so afraid to answer this question, but here it goes. I see him having them removed. I feel like this is like a black market made of white people that buy organs of black and Hispanics and any other culture that isn't irrelevant to men's lives to make a buck. I feel like they have other organs placed within his body to suggest that they were his. He shows me that that was last minute, though. They decided to end up putting his original organs inside so that they would not get caught because people were starting to catch on to things. This case was not getting as much attention as it needed to, but then it started to progress as all of the black community started to make a bit of a scene about it, which was good. So they got the organs back in once they realized the organs were missing. But I do see that they did put the real ones back. Again, the bad guys did make a good call on their end with this one because I guarantee they would have tested those organs and it would not have matched him. Those people are pretty much untouchable if you ask me. And when it comes to this case getting solved properly, I don't see a good outcome. Do they believe Kendrick Johnson's autopsy records were falsified? You're damn right I do. I feel like this is not uncommon for this person at all. This particular person who did the original autopsy, that is. I truly believe that they've done this in the past. So honestly, I would recommend people that ever have any sort of like unresolved kind of cases going on to get those second or third autopsies just in case. One day it may come to the surface. I honestly feel like we still have 25 years of this underground thing to come to the surface in a bigger way. Maybe my podcast will help get it done sooner, but who knows? At this point, all I can do is keep sharing my information, tell your friends about us so we can keep getting the word spread. Kendrick died for no reason, and so did so many other kids. Every single day, we just have to keep telling and speaking our truths. That is a lot of information to process, and I hope for his sake that he gets the justice he deserves one day. Will he? I feel like there will be a story that a detective puts together to make it seem like there's a reason he passed. This detective is leaning more towards the idea of an accident taking place to provide the family with peace and to make it seem like these theories are bonkers or inaccurate. But whatever he suggests happens will not be the exact outcome unless he decides to follow the actual clues. And I don't know if he has the balls to do it, but I will for now. Anything else to add? Kendrick was a great spirit, kid, superstar. He wanted to be famous and he always knew he would be. In different circumstances, of course, but he's happy and at peace. He crossed over okay and has spent a lot of time following his siblings, enjoying their lives and being happy about it. They always provide him happiness and keep saying, I'm an uncle. He's dancing around about that one. He said he would have been the coolest uncle. He seems like he would have been. He seems like he was a pretty good kid. He really is. Anything else that you want to talk about today? I did want to talk to all of our listeners. If it wasn't for you guys and your support, Landon and I would not be doing this. It is not easy by any means, but so worth it for us. There will be a few weeks in the next couple of months for our summer vacation. We will let you know when we get closer. Once we come back, we'll start up season two, which will be a little different with a little extra and so much fun. 
but keep listening so you can be part of this really cool adventure. We would like to keep this podcast going as long as we can, and I can't wait to tell you about our findings on our road trip this summer. We are going to be recording all raw footage too, so I'm just not sure how we put it here, but we'll figure that out later. Guess we'll have some time to figure it out. You guys are amazing. Thank you again. Just an FYI, we will be releasing the exclusive content on Fridays. Every other Friday to be exact. This Friday we will be releasing the first episode in the exclusive for John Bonet Ramsey and her story and her visions on what happened with the help of the spirits. If you haven't signed up for the patron account, I recommend doing so soon. You will be able to have full access to all these special episodes, including Summer Wells. Also, I noticed that many people will ask questions in the comment section, so I'm going to start answering a few comments on these videos. But people have been coming here asking about appointment bookings. You're welcome to book an appointment with me privately, one-on-one session at boomspoton.com. I'm not sure how much longer I will be offering this option, but it's still an option as of now. Until next time, stay freaked out. Bye, guys!